millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we are rocking and rolling. And Girly Pop, I am going to need your infinite bullshitting skills today because I have been running around like a crazy person. I'm just looking at the dot. Anyway, yeah, it is pre-con crunch time, and I have not had a single second. Yeah, there's a lot going on this week. Just a lot. Exciting times all around, but, uh, yeah, it is very much a lot. There's a cat screaming at me. Love it, yeah. Trying to use a sewing machine when you... You made a shirt? Yeah. Oh this one turned out dark. I love it. <laughs> that looks amazing. I can turn on this lamp, but it's so bright. Oh god. Yeah. Um, can see that at all. <laughs> absolutely love it. Oh, I have, what was I gonna say? Right, sewing machine, something. Trying to use a sewing machine when you have a bratty cat. Who screams when you close the door on him? Uh, oh, yeah, I can't do that. I would lose my mind with all the screaming. He's uh, he drives. I love him so much, but he drives me utterly insane. I feel the exact same way about this one. You drive me nuts. Ain't that just the way? But um, There's what else is going on? Your hair's blue now. Yeah, which again, the lighting here is terrible, but I mean, it looks great. In the photo you sent me, yeah. although I think it was so funny that you sent me that picture and we're like, nobody noticed. And I was really proud of my comment, which was that everyone failed the perception check. Yeah. Even it's... though I don't play D&D. <laughs> it was kind of funny, too, because, like, all day long, right, I went to classes, I was around colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my classes has, like, a hundred students in it. Not a single person said anything. And then, uh... You hate to, you really do hate to see it. <laughs> Sorry, What? I said, you really do hate to see it. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm not going to stop myself from seizing. Um, it, I hate fall allergy season so much. It's my worst season. I um, think this past I, summer, I experienced mild seasonal allergies for the first time in my entire life. But yeah, so I, I got through all my classes, saw all my colleagues, nobody said anything. And then a former student had just popped into the department to say hi to everybody. He graduated the year before you. Mm-hmm. So it's been like four and a half years since we saw him. And the first thing he said to me was like, oh, I love your hair. Wow. But also, like, 
I don't know, maybe it's more stark if you don't see a person every single day and there's something really drastically different about their appearance. Yeah, but it was, like, purple, and then it, as that faded, it was sort of, like, pink and blonde again, and then it was dark blue. Next, you're just gonna have to do something they can't ignore, like neon green. Yeah, which I actually, I did buy green dye as well, even though it got bad reviews, that green I really wanted. But I was afraid it wouldn't sufficiently cover up the pink that is now permanent mm. in my hair. Yeah. Because apparently the if you use bleach over top of semi-permanent dye, it drives it deeper into the hair and it won't ever come out, which is what I did. The the remainder of the semi-permanent purple cool. just looks like <laughs> in my hair. Did I ever send you the picture that, uh, that I took when I first bleached it? No. <laughs> it looked real silly. Oh my god. I love how much of this saga I've, like, missed because you have become so much more like me in that you just do weird shit and then tell me later. Oh yeah, you'll you'll be surprised about weird things that I've done that I have not told you about. Am I gonna learn some of these tonight, or are those all being saved for this weekend? Oh, they're, they're, I got a doozy for today's worsening. Oh my god, I'm so excited now. So much worse. So much worse. I'm like, like a the most worse I might have ever been since we started doing the worsening. I'm afraid now. I'm, like, afraid for my life. <laughs> okay, well, before we get to that, um, I guess I'll announce it here for anybody who did not catch our last stream. Our 150th episode is coming up. It is dropping for, I, I don't know why I'm saying for non-Patreon listeners slash watchers, because nobody subscribes to our Patreon. But if you did, you could technically get it one day early. But uh, first Friday in December, our 150th episode is dropping, and that will be featuring very special guest, the one and only Mr. Henry Zabrowski of The Last Podcast on the Left. So make sure you tune into that one. <laughs> Unbelievably exciting. Yeah, no, it's ridiculously exciting. Sorry, I'm looking around because Nyx is screaming, and I don't see her anywhere, and it's very weird. Are Interesting. you stuck somewhere? That's not like not. a thing she's ever done. Are you weirdo? Huh. Fun. I don't know where she is. Stopped. Um, but yeah, I'm a hot mess today. I'm leaving the tea bag in the tea, which is something that I never do, but I was scrambling so much to make myself camera ready that I just didn't even have time to let it like become tea and not just vaguely flavored water. So there's that. Um my Twitter is broken and has been for like a week now. Yeah, like, do you not know how that happened? No, I know exactly how it happened and I know why it happened because Elon, elongated muskrat, you know, got rid of everybody who actually knows how to like maintain a website. Mm -hmm. Um, I tried to update my Twitter handle and it broke my whole account. I am now functionally suspended. I can't tweet anything. I can't retweet, can't quote tweet. My likes s disappear like a couple seconds after I like something. I can't use any, like I can't use my DMs. All of my old liked tweets have disappeared. I can't bookmark tweets. 
I've tried emailing Twitter support about this multiple times and I get an automated message every single time that tells me like, oh, you should reset your password. I did reset my password. That hasn't fixed anything. So when I email them again telling them that I have reset my password and it hasn't fixed anything, I receive the same automated email, which on the bottom of that automated email says, oh, if you're still having problems, reply to this email. And then when I reply to that email, I get an error message back. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I am losing it. That's because Twitter has like five employees now too, so they're pretty busy. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get really pissed. Just, like, there's no other explanation in that he is intentionally trying to make it fail. Yeah, like, there's I, no other way. I don't, not that like, I have like, a problem using Facebook to promote the podcast. We do it already, but like, I don't want to only use Facebook because that's mostly my family members or like most of the people that follow me on Facebook are my family members and they don't all need to see this. Yeah, no. So like, I don't know what to do. I guess I'm going to keep, try to keep emailing or like find a way to like email a real person right off the bat and not just like be sort of sent through the here's the thing i know we all have our complaints about like ai and bots and automation and i agree with so many of them keep ai out of art the thing is i understand why people employ bots and ai for like routine like you know really basic customer service things like oh here's how you reset your password like yeah you don't necessarily always need a real person to tell someone, hey, follow this link and then look at the instructions there. But yeah. like, oh my god, make it an option. Yeah. Absolutely or even like infuriating. To, to offering phone numbers. Because like, I feel like it reaches the point where you're like, I'm done with it, this asynchronous crap. Talk to me. Yeah, Talk no. to me now. And, like, I say that as a person who absolutely hates phone calls. I really, truly do. There are so many instances where I'm so happy that I can just, like, enter the tracking number on the phone when there's a problem, and they can just tell me what the problem is, and then I'm done. That's great. I love it so much. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I need a little more than that. Sometimes you just need to talk to a person. Be like, person, make this thing happen. Yeah. Couldn't. Because, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, it's harder for them to hide behind their... You know, computers and... Yeah, so I'm going slowly insane for a variety of reasons. Um, And that has not... Then... We're not even at the worsening yet. You didn't even change your whole, like, name. No, I didn't. I just shortened it slightly. Because I thought, you know, make things a little easier. Yeah, because when you said that you had changed your name, I was like, wait, you did? And I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. Like, it's... I removed a couple letters, and my whole Twitter account is broken. I don't know. I hate everything. Um, I'm, like, trying to carefully calculate when I'm going to be able to, like, safely take a sip of this without burning my mouth. Oh. Because she's fresh, and I also put it in my, like, most insulated of mugs, because I know I'm going to be up late. I have been sleeping like you for the past week, and I hate it. I hate everything about it. I don't know how you're alive. 
Well, I've been sleeping like that pretty much my whole life, so. In school since I was like a teenager. It's horrible. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. Because there's just too much stuff to do. Mm -hmm. And so important and good for you. Uh, it's not really doing stuff, you know? You're not checking things off your list. It's deeply unsatisfying. So that's where I'm at. Do you have anything that you would like to share before we get into the singular question that I put on the document for today? Because once again, I am a mess. Hmm. Um, no, although I did remember that there was a, a thing I sent you a while ago that you said we'll discuss it on the pod and we never did. Oh my god, what is it? The mug thing. Uh, like, do you store, when you store mugs in a cabinet, oh. do you store them upside, upside down or right side up? So here's the thing. I have done both at different points in my life. Mm -hmm. Currently, I store them right side up because, for whatever reason, the, the surface of, like, the shelves in the cabinets in my apartment is, like, permanently, no matter what I do, ever so slightly sticky probably because there used to be shelf paper there that but like you should probably put in shelf paper i probably like should put in shelf paper but i um kind of can't be bothered so well, i use like the plastic stuff that doesn't actually stick it just kind of rolls out when you cut it but nice. yeah but that's effort um so currently i store them right side up because also like it's a shelf like, it's not like there's going to be dust settling on them because it's a cabinet. Cool. It's enclosed. Yeah, but dust gets everywhere, man. I don't know. I mean, if it's a mug I know I haven't used in a really long time, like, I'll, you know, check it, give it a little scrub. But, um, I have nothing against storing them upside down. Honestly, I think it kind of is preferable because if you don't have my current cabinet problem... It does keep them from getting anything on the inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I grew up in it, like everything always going upside down. Your your cups, glasses, mugs, all that. You know, just because it keeps the inside cleaner. I'm actually oh. though now I'm that I'm thinking about it. I grew up in hmm. there were different things happening in different cabinets in my parents' kitchen. Maybe depending on who put them in there. Yeah, I guess. Because, like, I go over there now, and it's definitely... I'm like, hmm, wait. I'm trying to picture it. When I go over there now, I'm pretty sure it's a right-side-up situation. Hmm. For just the mugs or for all drinkware? See, when I was dog-sitting this past weekend, I opened up the mug cabinet, and some of them were upside down, and some of them were not. But then, hmm. in the, like, regular glassware cabinet, everything was right side up. Hmm. Interesting. So, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, I mean, I, I was raised to be an upside-down person, but... And that's what I've always done until somewhat recently. I've gotten, like, especially some glasses that are, like, really heavy on the bottom, and it makes me nervous to put them upside down. 
Yeah, okay. Because it feels sort of unstable, at least with the glasses. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that with mugs, but... So I do have a bit of a mix, at least in my glasses. Some are upside down and some aren't, but... Like, the the original post that I had sent you, I had been, like, reading comments on it and stuff. And somebody made the argument that, like, you should really do both because, like... A lot of mugs tend to be, like, narrower on the bottom and then get bigger at the top. We had that going on in one shelf of our, uh, like, mug-slash-drinkware cabinet in my apartment in college because we had a couple, like, very sort of, like, tapered, flared, like, artsy-looking type mugs. It was, like, you know, part of the design, so we would do a little kind of, like, slot-together puzzle pieces type beat. But then I feel like they're harder to get out. Yeah. And it's it's something that I'm currently dealing with because I, I recently, you know, somehow, even though I said I'm going to stop getting mugs, I somehow still keep getting mugs. That's what I tell and myself, too. It never, it, it never changes. Like, I don't know where they come from. I mean, sometimes I do. Um, <laughs> well, like, I, the most recent one I just got from the races that I did weekend before last, I gave a mug. I'm like, well, here's another mug, you know? And so... A few weeks back, I had to, like, basically take out all my mugs and try to rearrange and put some away and stuff like that. And and then since, I've gotten one or two more mugs, and I'm like, how do they keep multiplying like gremlins? And so... Oh my god, I just remembered a random... Hmm? They're back to not fitting now. Oh, rip. I just remembered something... Because I was thinking about mugs and Genesee and my apartment in Geneseo at the same time. I never stole a mug from GFR before it closed, and now I'm salty about it again. We've talked about that multiple times on the podcast. I know! It had all the cute, like, local business advertisements. <sighs> For a while now. That was, like, 2020, wasn't it? Yeah, I was... Well, that's the thing. I was planning to steal one before I graduated, and then everything sh- fucking shut down! Yeah... Anyway. Just thinking longingly about the pre-COVID days. Aren't we all, still? Mm-hmm. So many things I miss. But I have, for us today, something that I saw while I was scrolling Reddit, which I will be copying and pasting into the chat here. It is. What? Okay. The question to begin with was, would your country make a good axe? But I'm splitting that into, since we are both in the United States, I'm splitting that into, would the continental United States make a good axe? And then if not, what countries would make good axes? And when I say make a good axe for anybody who is just listening to this, um, there is a photo that is included with this Reddit post. And it is a standard, like, you know, fire axe, wood chopping axe handle and on the top of it, someone has edited the outline of the continental United States as if there was going to be a blade in that exact shape taking the place of the, like, the the steel axe head. Well, yeah, so basically make your country an axe head. Yeah. Attach the axe handle to the bottom of your country. Would it be a good axe? And here's the thing. Pointy country. I don't think the continental United States would be a good axe. Why not? I think, I don't, I think the the leading edge that would be the blade is 
way too irregular. Oh, which edge are you seeing as the leading edge? I'm going to say the leading edge is the east coast. Oh, no, I'm imagining west coast. I think that makes a better accent. Yeah, west coast would probably be a good axe. Yeah, because to me, like, if it's pointed that way, like, I go like that. Yeah. You know what I don't think would be a good axe? Canada. Yeah. And, like, I, I know I'm looking at a slightly distorted projection of the world based on my- I have one of those, like, scratch-off posters where it's like, here's all the places you've been. I know it's a little distorted for the purposes of it being a nice poster. Yeah. But, um, I think Australia would make a great axe. Sure. Brazil. Mm-hmm. Where? Hmm. I don't think that Chile or Peru would be a very good axe. Very long and thin. I think your blade would, like, warp or shatter or something. Yeah. Not really stable enough. I'm not actually looking at a map right now, but I feel like a lot of African countries could have the right shape. Some yes, others no. Like, Algeria, that's pretty good. Sudan... Libya, Egypt, those are all kind of standard, like, they're vague, they're not, like, square, but, like, they, they're not square, but they would vaguely fit into a rectangular shape, Mm -hmm. I guess is a good way to put it. But then you have, like, hold on, I need to look at this slightly more, or better. But then you have, like, Somalia, and Mm. I don't think that would work. Hmm. Is it weird that when I first saw the question before I saw the image, I assumed Axe was referring to a guitar? No, that's kind of cool. (laughs) I think that, see, there I think you're less limited, because they make some weird-shaped, like, electric guitars today, to begin with. Um, But you know what would not make a good, like, um, fire chopping, or firewood chopping implement? Italy. You know, that was actually my first thought, because I didn't realize, again, before I saw the picture... I was thinking they were talking about, like, the whole thing. Like, not attaching a separate handle to it, but, like, what country could you pick up and use as an axe? And Italy was my first thought. Well, see, that kind of changes it. Country you could pick up and use as an axe. Yeah. That's why Italy would probably be good. Maybe Finland? Norway, Sweden? Everything that's kind of happening up there? It's, like, long... There's a handle. But yeah, and then I think any sort of nation that's a group of, like, small islands, or, like, somewhere that's, like, spread out over a bunch of islands, that probably would not make a particularly good axe. In either respect, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, in any respect. In any respect. But I think your world opens up a lot more if you are making, like, the shape of the body of a guitar based on a country. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can get the acoustics to work, well, assuming it's an acoustic, electric guitar, kind of all bets are off, really. Yeah. 
I'm kind of wondering if anyone has ever attempted to make that work before. I feel like someone has to have. They make like insane guitars that no one could ever actually play, like really, just to look cool on stage for like five minutes. You mean a guitar in the shape of a country? Yeah. I would bet they've done it in the shape of a state. There's got to be at least a few guitars out there shaped like Texas. Okay, wait, hang on. Texas shaped like, guitar. Like any state, that's the one. Or maybe Nashville, because, like, you know, being so big that there would be Tennessee shaped ones. Yeah, nope, there we go. Yep. You were so right about Texas. There's more than one. There's like multiple. Oh my god. Oh, somebody made a guitar in the shape of of Africa, like the whole continent. I don't know. Specifically to play Toto's Africa? Maybe. Here's some Texas shaped guitar picks. Interesting. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's the right shape for that. Ohio also would be a good shape for a guitar pick. What happens if I just do state-shaped guitar? Damn, I hope there's a website that has all 50 states. I'm there's one that's shaped like the continental United States. Okay. Alabama. Bama. What else we got? We got Alabama. Oh, this. Hmm. I can't really see the states on this map. Yeah, Texas shaped. Mississippi. Noise. Noticing a, a, a theme. States They're with distinctive in... musical styles. Well, I was going to say Southern. Yeah. Yeah, why are they all Southern? I feel like people that live in the South tend to have, like, their states tend to be a, a bigger part of their identity. The, uh, Texas in particular. Yeah. Like, there is almost a sort of self-worship of the idea of Texas. Yeah. It fascinates me. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I'm from Ohio. Um, never really thought about it much. Never really cared about much. Not really part of my identity. Does you it know? become part of your identity when people start trashing Ohio? I mean, in a sense, just because it's like... A lot of times the the abuse doesn't make sense, or, you know... That's, that's what bugs See, me. here's the thing. Like, I... The only time I've ever vaguely, like, quote-unquote patriotic is when somebody starts, like, trashing the United States online. Because, like, I know. Like, I know. Yeah. But also, leave us alone. <laughs> I'm allowed to make fun of us, not you. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, I've lived in New York State now for eight years. And I'm surprised that there's not a New York State-shaped guitar. Because I feel like New York is one of those places that edges a little closer to the sort of southern state pride type energy that there is out there i think new york city does i don't know about the rest of the state mm. yeah i don't know but i, I yeah, feel it's like mostly people, southern states yeah i feel like people who are from like alabama are from alabama you know 
versus... And I wonder if that also has to do with the fact that you have an extremely distinctive accent compared to some other states. Maybe. Yeah. Well, and I hate to try to, like, tie it to the Civil War, but... I mean, I'm sure that's not not part of it. Perhaps not so much for younger generations, but definitely for some old people. Yeah. Well, yeah, and who do you think's buying these Texas-shaped guitars? Country musicians. Probably older ones. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're, they're... I imagine it's like boomers and maybe older Gen X that are driving the state sh- guitar, like state-shaped guitar industry. There we go. That's what I was going for. And I really don't know how. I mean, I would hope that they're playable, but like the United States-shaped one is like four thousand dollars. I'm wondering if this might just be like an art piece. Well, yeah, because I mean that would be hard to construct. It's not like you're, you know on factory rotation of Yeah, like, you have to, like, hand, like, lathe that, or, like, cut it out like a puzzle piece. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's not that it's unplayable, necessarily, it's just the amount of time it takes, and that it has to be done by hand, probably. But even then, if you you finally get your hands on something like that, are you, like, I would be afraid to play it. It depends on how much money you have. I'm afraid, I, like, feel like I'm tainting my electric guitar when I pick it up, and that's one that I just, like, bought online. Yeah, no, it, I think if you're rich, you don't care, and you'll just play it. Because you can buy another one if you mess up. But I think for most people, it's like, yeah, no, I'm going to put that in a case on my wall and admire it. And I'm going to stare at it. Yeah, and be like, that's a thing, they own. I, that'll be me with some insane piece of, like, ghost memorabilia at some point in my life if I ever do have money, where I'm just going to, like, get my grubby little hands on something and stare at it forever. See, I don't really have any of those kinds of things, because, like, when I spend my money on stuff, it's, like, stuff I can do things with is what I prefer. Mmm, I just thought of a thing that that... <laughs> what? What are you thinking? The, the, the gildo. Oh, the ghost. <laughs> just put it on the wall and stare at it. <laughs> that threw me for a second, because there's, like, a monster type in... Uh, Legend of Zelda called the Gibdo, and for a second I heard Gibdo, I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Those weird skeleton-y things? <laughs> Legend of Zelda, it's weird. Yeah, that's something I would just put in a case on the wall and stare at. <laughs> Oop, there goes the I'm auto-feeder, sure. and I can hear the boy tearing through the apartment. Yep. My Every little criminal. Mm-hmm. He's a troublesome little man. Like they've never been fed in their whole lives. You'd think he's dying every single day. Yeah, but it, it's kind of nice because it, it'll often give me a reprieve. You know, like, cat's in my lap and I need to get up and the auto-feeder yeah, goes off. Yeah, and then and suddenly like, they're excited about, like, something else. Yeah, and they get off and it's like, oh good, I can, you know, get up without disturbing a cat. That's still like to turn this off like an idiot. At least my Alexa is now on Do Not Disturb every every night from seven to nine, just in case. I love that because I can only set it like for an everyday and on certain days. Hmm. That's you know, and here's yeah. a random thing I'm gonna complain about. That's the thing that I've noticed with the alarm on your iPhone. Like mm-hmm. you can set a schedule, but for whatever reason, like I can't set it to wake me up like an hour later 
on like weekends or whatever it always like switches back Hmm. and it pisses me off you can't set multiple alarms i mean i can but i can't uh, there's like a thing called schedule where it's like you don't have to set an alarm like you don't have to like set it it just knows that this is the schedule you're on but i can't make a different schedule for weekends which is total bullshit to me because what person is on the exact same schedule on weekends well you're supposed to sleep the same hours every night fuck that yeah it's one of those things are like oh yeah no it's good for your health and you know it's like yeah sure here's the thing that's great and all but Fun. no the world does not right. run on a schedule that, like, I find remotely pleasant. There was, um, when I lived in Maine, there was a guy I knew there who was, like, very serious about his sleep schedule. And we'd be out, like, just having a drink or whatever at the bar. And, like, clockwork, any night of the week, it didn't matter. At, like, I think it was, like, 9 p.m., he was out. And he was on weekends. It just Here's like, blew the thing. Away every time. On the one hand, like, good for you. But on the other hand, really? Really? Does it truly... I, like, I like being on a vague schedule, but, like, sticking to something with no deviations, like, if I'm, like, out having a good time mm-hmm. and I don't have any responsibilities in the morning, I don't want to be like, oh... Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Guess I have to leave this good time with my friends because it's 9 p.m. Like, that would just make me sad. You gotta admire that self-discipline, though. Like, I can't even do that. No, I'm extremely impressed. But, like, never? Never. Every single time. It was incredible. I just very much in awe of him and scared of him at the same time. Like, what if you go to a concert that starts at 8? Yes, he wouldn't. Unbelievable. Should ask him. Do you still uh, are you still in contact with this person? Oh, <laughs> it's just out of the blue. Hey, Lance. So. 
Honestly, that would be super funny. Yeah, no, I can't imagine having that level of self-discipline. Like, the level that I'm at now has been... I have struggled to get here. Yeah, I have no self-discipline at all. I try, but... Yeah, I know. It's not my strong suit. It's very much not. The amount of times that you and I have been essentially holding each other at verbal gunpoint, desperately trying to be the other person's impulse control, and then immediately both failed... Yeah. Like, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Wait, you can't talk about that yet. It's not time for the worsening. <laughs> That's not a worsening. This has been going on for, what, three years now? Well, no, I'm saying it's related. Okay, I'm, like, scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish, uh, I wish I could keep myself from doing things. But then it's like, but doing the thing would be fun. Thing. Again, what to be enjoyed? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I gotta like have a job and pay bills, and I do that stuff. Oh, There's so a what's gremlin it? that lives in my brain. Mm. That like desperately fights my rational self for control <laughs> every day of my life. I was hearing the the Gremlins movie theme music in my head, dancing to it. I haven't seen that movie in probably over 15 years. Definitely over 15 years. We've talked about this because you've never seen the second one, right? I know. We need to do this. The second one to me is better than the first, and I have it on VHS. We keep saying that we're going to dig out your VHS, your VCR, and then we never do. Yeah. I know where it is. I just haven't gotten it. Yeah, well, the problem is, because almost every time we're in the same place, we have, like, things to do. This is because, again, you and I are both chronic overschedulers. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to hang out this weekend, but we're going to be at con all weekend, so, you know. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more, like, we have not, as soon as, like, things were available to do again, we've done very little of just, like, sitting in either of our apartments which, yeah. like, on the one yeah. hand, noise. On the other hand, we need to stop sometimes. Well, yeah, it's kind of, it was kind of nice. Like, the, the early days, it was just, ah, let us drink excessively and be stupid for a weekend. And that was, was the entire plan. And, like, maybe that should be, like, the goal of a weekend. Like, we should purposely pick a weekend where nothing is happening. And like specifically make it like, well, didn't we we've talked for a while about doing like a like a eighties nineties type weekend like slumber party? That would be delightful. Thing. So that that would be the time to bust out the the VCR and if I can get my Atari working, I gotta get the power cable still. Hmm. You know, really nineties it up. I'm here for it. I wonder if if I wonder if I could get my dad's NES to work again. Because I stopped being able to plug it into things when I had, like, a digital TV. I, there's a little part of me that wants to learn, like, electronic stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> well, because it, it started almost a year ago when I took apart my uh, switch to change the, the casing. Yeah, and you had no idea that there was a warning on there that was like, don't do this unless you have advanced electrical experience. Oh, it was on the page for the 
I keep forgetting the word. The word for the... The shell? Yeah, for the shell that I bought. It was on the page there. It said that. It was like, this is only for people who have... It's fine, I did it. But, like, kind of playing around with, like, the circuits and stuff. I was like, this is kind of interesting. I wonder how this works. So, there's, there's like, a little part of me, if I actually had more time, I would try to learn about stuff and, like, tinker with old game systems and whatnot and try to fix them. I just hmm. don't have that kind of time. Yeah, I've always said that if I, like, find, like, some old, like, 90s TV to plug it into and it still doesn't work, I would, like, try to get it, like, the NES, I would try to get it fixed because, like, that's an antique at this point. Hmm. Or at least as far as I'm concerned. I don't know what happened to ours. If my brother has it, he might. Hmm. I think he has the Atari. You Not gotta sure. steal it back. Yeah, well... I have to <laughs> steal the Wii back from my parents' house. He wasn't happy when he found out I had the, the Sega Genesis. <laughs> I was about to bring that up, because I remember there was a whole saga of getting your hands back on the Sega. Yeah, he, he, he didn't like that. He, he doesn't like it when I get the family things that he wants. My, this is, like, fucked up, but my sister has already called dibs on, like, several of the best kitchen implements. Hmm. And I'm, like, really mad about it. <laughs> my mom has specifically asked us, like, is no. there anything you okay. want to play? Because like, I get the nut chopper because it belonged to my grand grandmother. Okay, and these are the things, like, some of these, these are, like, Various kitchen tools that belong to my mom's mother that, that, like, you don't put them in the dishwasher and all that shit. And, like, even my mom, to her own mother, made a joke about, like, oh, I get the potato masher. My sister fucking called dibs on it. You just need to start going around the kitchen putting post-its with your name on things. Uh, yeah, but then they're probably gonna get taken off. Yeah. You get a little, And uh, then, ooh. when I learned that my sister had dibs on the potato masher, I was like, oh, well, I get the diamond earrings, but not anymore, because my mom lost one of them. You can have diamond earrings. I, yeah, I can have diamond earring, which, like, cool, I guess I could put it in, like, one of my cartilage piercings or something and have, like, a fun asymmetric thing going on, but, like... Yeah. You know, this is one of those areas where cricket comes in handy, because you could... Like print out your name a bunch on like vinyl decals and just stick that on. Things. Oh, like little, yeah, like really small, and then yeah. those things like even the removable ones they like they last through washings and all that very well. So that's the thing I never understood the removable ones. That's all I use. How does it? I mean, like, am I stupid? How does it? How does it stay on but also be removable? I wouldn't feel like secure about it. That's, yeah, I don't use the permanent stuff because I don't like the commitment, but it sticks very well. I don't like the commitment, she says, with three tattoos. <laughs> That's different. And here's the thing, why is it different? Because as soon as I had one, I was like, it doesn't matter now. Like, you agonize over the first one, and then I'm just like, yeah. I might as well just do whatever. Oh, yeah, I, I thought about getting one for years and years and mm -hmm. years, and, and I finally got one. And then the next one that I got, I decided to get it that day on a whim. Yeah, so. I'm like, as soon as I had one on there, I was like, oh, one, it's not that bad. And two, I've done it. I might as well just keep going. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes to decals, I like the option of being able to, like, take them off and do something different. Yeah. Or if I, like, place it incorrectly. 
Yeah, I guess that is less pressure. And it, I mean, it's not like it, it doesn't stick very well. I mean, it sticks. But it peels off, like, cleanly, too, which is super nice. Did you ever wonder replacing your... What was the decal on your car that needed replacing? Uh, tell your catacybs. Yeah, did you ever wind up replacing that? I ordered a new one from her forever ago. I just haven't changed it. But now I could have just made it myself. I had the exact same vinyl that she used. Well... Yeah. But that means, anytime you want, I can make the ones for your car. Yeah. In whatever color your heart desires. Whatever I'm size you're thinking of things. And you oh. can pick fonts and... Yeah. That's exciting. Um, alright. It's been 42 minutes. What did you do? <laughs> I'm, like, Impulse. afraid. Impulse control. So, what was it? It was a Sunday night. I was on the phone with my mother. And she was talking about Christmas present ideas for my, like, my brother's kid and his girlfriend's kids. And she was asking about my cricket because one of the, the kids is, like, really into STEM. And she was sort of mixing up what a cricket was uh, with a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. And that got me thinking about it. Oh, my God. You fucking did not. <laughs> Did you get a fucking 3D printer? Here's my test model. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> You're insane. Luna. That was just like the automatic test like model it had installed that it makes you do. What? It's sitting right here. Oh my god. And um the so that was like the automatic thing they have you do to test it, like it's preloaded in there. And then I only I made one actual thing and I was so ridiculously excited because my Waldo, he doesn't really stand on his own, you know? Cause he's top heavy and I could never find a stand for it. It is a perfect fit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And I got so many colors of filament. But the reason it has made me so much worse is because it's not like a lot of things where you just plug it in and you click something and things happen. There's a pretty steep learning curve. Yeah, Um, I figured. That's why I commissioned people to do my 3D prints for me. Well, I didn't get like a super fancy one or anything. You know, it's it's relatively basic. Um, I, I specifically picked one that they said was a good beginner one, uh, and I actually got a really good deal on it because it was on sale, and I had a bunch of Amazon coins built up, so I got it for like 160 bucks. Oh, okay, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they can get up to like thousands and thousands oh, of yeah, dollars. Oh, yeah, sure. The, the most popular ones that people have are usually more in, like, the, the 300 ish dollar range. Whack. So I got a good deal, but I also then, again, I bought a lot of various colors of filament to make various things. And, man, my list of things to make is just growing because I found a website called Thingiverse, which people post, like, 3D models that are completely free to use. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like... The- file for the mask wasn't free but like yeah there's a lot of stuff out there 
Yeah. Oh man, I've been making like these like big collections on there because you can like anything you see you want to make you just click add to collection and so I just have all these things saved up because there's all this like nerd stuff. Like there's a file to make a Kirby lamp that I'm going to make eventually. Kirby. Yeah. Um, by the way, it's it's real creepy to look up Kirby on that site because people just make weird versions of Kirby. Oh, like the there's buff like, Kirby? There is buff Kirby. Fuck yeah. Um, there's like Kirby with the feet of a human man. Yeah, I've seen them. So we Kirby have to start tabling Kirby. at conventions now and just selling cursed little 3D printed objects. <laughs> and also somehow tying in the podcast. Yeah. I mean, so it's... um. I, I continue to get worse because I had to do a lot of reading to even understand how to use it in the first place, you know? Wow. Um, and there's still a lot of stuff. I am I think I've got the names of all the parts figured out now, but every once in a while I'll be on a, a site where it's, it's like they're speaking a different language. Like, I couldn't figure out how to adjust the Z offset on my printer, and so I Googled it, and I kept ending up on all these sites that were, I'm like, you're making these words up. These aren't things. But it also means that I have been learning CAD. What the fuck is that? Computer-aided design. Christ. You know, software programs where you do 3D models. This is like, your worsening now. There is nothing so, I can say that is going like, to be comparable. It's so much worse. Because, like, I'm sitting here reading stuff, and I'm like, oh my god. I'm going to start saying words like hot bed and hot end and the extruders and like good because kyle and i have said that one of like the height of luxury in our ideal world is that we have like an apartment or whatever and one of the nice toys that we have for ourselves in that apartment is like perhaps not a thousand dollar one but like a nice 3d printer yeah so when we get there you can teach us yeah, to me, this is my, like, entry-level printer. Like, maybe someday, depending on how much I use it, I would upgrade, you know? You're fucking insane. I absolutely love it. Oh, my God. I mean, I just got it yesterday. So, um, I, last night, all I did was put it together, because you gotta assemble it first. Uh, and then it was, like, two in the morning before I was like, you know what? I don't understand anything this manual is saying. I need to go to sleep. So that's what I did today, and my little Buddha, I don't know why it's a Buddha, but it is, and it turned out perfectly. Aww. After I figured out how to change the Z offset, that took a long time. So proud. It was staring right in the face. But it's perfect, and it's beautiful, and I'm gonna, oh man, the things that I have saved to make. The things. Like, things that would never even occur to you to make for stuff. But importantly now, Cosplay. I was gonna say I'm gonna start commissioning cosplay shit from you now. Yeah, it's easy enough. We just the cost of filament at this point. Well, because that's one of the reasons why. Again, I would like to have one at some point in my life because, as we know, or as I have mentioned on the podcast before, I am slowly kind of trying to enter the semi-professional cosplay world. Yeah. So I would like to be able to, like, you know, make some props for myself without having to like commission people. Or, like, you know, only have to, like, find, like, the price of whatever file it would take to do that. Well, again, a lot of stuff is free. Like, I was already, like, on Thingiverse, I found files for, like, ODM gear for, like, the clips and stuff. That was one of the major things okay. I had in mind. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, stuff like that, completely free. And there's a couple other sites that have mostly free files and stuff, too. Shit, um, dog. All right. Yeah, but I was just looking up any and every term I could think of, like fun little cats and, you know. Um, and it was coming up with all these things, and I'm like, man, I never would have thought about making that, like, 3D printing this type of thing. Or, And you can print, like, TPUs, like, so the flexible. Um, so you can print phone cases and stuff. All right. And, and they can be, like, customized, so you can, like, build a phone case that has, like, a certain texture on it or something, or, like, um, build right. in, like, a Ghost logo or something like that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and make them, like, custom. It's pretty freaking cool. I love it. Nothing I have to say is even remotely close to that level, but um, the way that I am worse this week has everything to do with what I brought up at the beginning of this episode and why this episode was so rambling and unplanned. Um, it is con crunch time, baby, and I... <sighs> I have done so much machine sewing in, like, the past, like, three days that I have managed to, like, activate slash discover muscles I didn't know that I had from, like, leaning- like, sitting over the machine, leaning over it, feeding fabric into it. There's something here that I didn't know about. Like, pulled something or just tired and sore? Tired. I- I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I forget what that's called. Um, so that's class. one of the ways that I'm worse. And a collective way that we are worse is that um, we have business cards and stickers now. Yay! We're so fancy and official. We are so fancy and official. And there's... Hmm, there's kind of no point in me saying that we're gonna be handing- well, technically we're gonna be handing these out at Saratoga Comic Con, but by the time this episode has been released, it will already have happened, so apologies. But, um, if people start wanting them at any point, I'm, we could probably figure something out. Yeah. People, yeah. people sell things online? I don't know. We could probably- between the two of us, I think we could figure out how that works. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm apparently setting up a a one woman workshop in my home between my Cricut and 3D printer and my sewing machine. Again, good. We start tabling at conventions. That's what Harley does. She has her little crafts, and then also is just like, by the way, I do these things. Yeah, it, it would, I could start like crocheting little nerdy on Broomy stuff. Just have a variety. Hell yes, that would be a great time. Like, I know I shouldn't pick up more hobbies, but, like, man, I'm deep 3D printing stuff. It's, life, it's is, life is short. Be a process, jack of all trades. In the, the process of figuring out, like, how to, to model for it and wanting to learn CAD, which I'm not a coder at all, but there's a website. It's mm -hmm. called Tinkercad, and it's, like, actually targeted towards school kids, like, high school and even, I think even middle school that like teaches you how to use CAD and they have their own like software you can use that's like very easy. Okay. But they also have like things on there to teach you how to like code and do other stuff as well. So I'm like, wow, I'm gonna start learning some things. And yes, there are like circuitry and electronic type messes on there. It's all coming together. Yep. So I'm just I'm I'm 
not changing the kind of nerd I am. I'm adding another layer to my. Yeah, this is exponential. That's what I said. I don't. I don't think I could ever top this level. No, I. uh, I mean, I. I I don't think I could ever top it either. I am deep in the three D printing nerd forums. Incredible. Because 3D printing nerds are, like, their own thing. Oh, I'm, I'm certain. Like, I didn't realize how intense it is. And it's a completely different... It's wild. It's a different language. It's a different... By the way, I ordered all these spools of filament, and I had no idea how big they were. Because, like, I didn't really pay attention. And, and here, I still have this clear one sitting on the machine. Oh, I can get it out of the theater detector. I would know it's stuck. Look at how big... This freaking thing is. Oh yeah, she thick. I got it to make this stand. Like I've well, here's the, like I've seen 3D printers. Like I have seen people do like oh 3D printing ASMR. Like yeah, them shits them shits can take up some space. Well, I mean, there's there's different sizes of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I didn't realize that I had ordered such a big honkin' one, but um, I have some that were delivered to an Amazon locker that I haven't picked up yet that are like the pretty multicolored ones. I think they're smaller. Yeah, I'm really excited to see those. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to make next. I was so excited for the Funko Pop sand. Worked out perfectly. It was a that. design I got on Thingiverse. Amazing. Thanks to that person, yeah, that designed it and shared it. Wow. The things that can be made now. A world of insanity has just opened up for the both of us, which is so unfortunate because, again, we verbally hold each other hostage, desperately trying to be the other person's impulse control, and it almost never works. Mm-hmm. Because all we do is egg each other on. Yeah. See, I could have printed the vessel mask. I didn't know that this was going to happen because, again, it was like spur of the moment. It was like my mom mentioned 3D printing, and I was like, looked at those in a while. Let me look again, just for fun. And I was like, an hour later, I was ordering one. There is something wrong with both of us. If you know anyone who can help, please comment. I I can't be stopped. It was really funny. I I had had it delivered to, like, the Whole Foods to pick up, because I didn't want it to sit on my stoop yesterday while I was at work. And so I'd stopped into a colleague's office, Andrew's office, mm-hmm. uh, on my way out. And I was like, well, I gotta go. I gotta pick up a package. And I was so gleeful. He's like, you want to tell me what it is? What is it? And I was like, 3D printer. And he was like, why would you get one of those? Trying to explain things to boomers is so fun. He's like, you know, we have one of those on campus you can use. I'm like, yeah, that's not Wait, man, I don't want to go to like. You don't understand. A completely random shit that is going to bring me joy. Mm -hmm. Like some of the absolutely cursed things that I have found on Thingiverse that I'm going to make. Buff Kirby. And 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 just wait too, because I'm going to start randomly giving people cursed items. (laughs) Oh. Well, now I'm really excited. Yeah. It's gonna get out of hand so quickly. I don't have enough colors. Like, I don't have a pink for Kirby yet, but... Uh, we will get there. Plus, I have a lot of paint. Actually, to, like, I'm out. picking up the guy who's 3D printing the shoulder armor for Vessel, which is going to be my next addition to that cosplay after this con that's coming up. Um, 
I'm picking it up from him just at the con because he's tabling there again instead of having him ship it to me. You like you should talk to him. Maybe. Just in just in general. Yeah. I mean mine's a, like a little guy. You know, it's not anything. I, like, that's I don't the thing, think they bring like they have like little guys at the con just like, like yeah. printing actively, like discussion topic. I don't know. Yeah, one thing I've learned from the 3D print nerds is that most of them, none of them, have just one printer. Shocker. They have collections of 3D printers. Well, it's like reading reviews and stuff. They're like a lot of yeah. shit with them. Yeah, they're like, so I have this, this kind, this kind, this kind, and this kind, and then this is one of my favorites. And it's like, you have the space for that. I can't figure out where to put this thing as it is. You, you set up a workshop is what people do. I know, but like, man, and people be like building their own enclosures for these things out of plexiglass and end tables, and it's like, it's it's insanity. Jesus Christ. So, um, spiraling out of control, we will leave you for for now. Yeah, yeah, the people have had enough of, of me nerding out about this. As always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will see you again next week. Adios, everybody. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.